Hello, crime lovers, and welcome to Crime on Tap. I'm Megan, joined by my co-host, Sean. And welcome to our true crime podcast. Join us weekly as we drink our favorite cocktails and discuss gruesome murders, kidnappings, conspiracies, and more. Share the podcast with your friends, family, and heck, your grandma. Leave a review and make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Crime on Tap Pod. Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week. And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wait, Was I it have, loud? I have one too. Hold on. Let me do mine. Ooh, Ooh that was a good one. Ooh. That's <laughs> slow. That's why. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> and we're starting right off with the good stuff. Starting off with the good stuff. Megan just walked through the door. She threw up the podcast. And now here we are recording. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was on it. Sean wasn't even prepared for how prepared I was. I was not. I kind of <laughs> dropped this on her last minute. Wasn't going to have time this weekend to record, and Megan was able to accommodate. I'm very accommodating. I'm a people pleaser, so. <laughs> and thank you to her partner, Nick, for um, being sequestered <laughs> as he, soon as he just got home from work. So yep, he you. had about three minutes while I heated up his dinner. <laughs> and he went right to the bedroom. Oh, we appreciate our boys. Yeah. <laughs> Which, a little later on in the episode, we're going to have a special guest our first guest on the podcast, which is going to be so exciting and fun. And it actually worked out because we didn't really have to do anything this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you may know our guest from nothing because <laughs> he, he's not social media mogul. <laughs> no, he's really a nobody. He just kind of hangs around here and barely pays rent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yes, that's going to be so much fun later on in the episode. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. Be sure to listen to us on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Be sure mm-hmm. to share with your family and friends. Leave a like and comment. Just know that we really do appreciate all the support, all 11 of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gone up from eight? Mm-hmm. I've checked the stats and we're beginning like 11 to 12 on each episode now. So. <laughs> so thank you for sharing with your friends, eight people. It works. So keep doing it. Exactly. We are going to talk about our drinks when we get into the podcast with our special guest. How was your day today? <laughs> it was busy. I got a lot done. I took up the recycling. Mm-hmm. You made sure um, to let me know that I was missing tons of photos to be listed today. <laughs> I, was, I felt so bad about those last ones, but then I found them. I, I swear to God, they appeared. I... <laughs> did not see that i didn't add them at the end last minute so i don't know i don't know where they were but they just appeared i uploaded those pictures like maybe a couple weeks ago and like they don't all upload some of them upload some of them don't and there's over 500 photos so it's like i can't just go back through and figure out which ones to make it uploaded and then i don't (laughs) notice until i get to them and i'm like oh where's the rest of them (laughs) i know but no biggie we figured it out Mm-hmm. We just talk and shop, don't mind us. <laughs> yeah, so let's get right into the podcast. Alrighty, guys, we are back, and our special guest has arrived. He has just come out of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
how about we, Megan, we give a warm introduction to our first guest on Crime on Tap. He is the newly promoted manager of Zoetis Woburn, which may not be Woburn anymore because they're moving locations. Oh my God, this is getting so complicated, this introduction. <laughs> he is a alumni graduate of UNH at the ripe age of 29. What else is it about you? That's all that's important. And that's all that we have about him. We don't have a name? <laughs> oh, introducing... <laughs> My boyfriend, Patrick Sargent. <laughs> so Patrick, welcome to the podcast. Thank How's it you. feel? I feel I feel privileged to be on. Oh, really? I feel special. Well, you know what? We have a large audience of eleven people <laughs> listening to this episode. So, well, you know what? I would like to thank Anchor for allowing me to be on here. Oh my God, he knows Megan. <laughs> He's a better advertiser for Anchor than we are. <laughs> that was such a smooth transition. I'm sure. I, now, do I get a, do I get a portion of the revenue from this? I don't know how much you're expecting to get, but... You'll get a fourth of a penny. <laughs> yeah. We got to pay our rent somehow. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So since we have a special guest, we're going to take a shot with our guest. Yes. So this is our drinky drinky for this episode. So cheersies. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. I just spit a little bit out. <laughs> She spit up. (laughs) Quit spitting. (laughs) What did you just take a shot of? Dribbling down my chin. That that freaking lemonade. Uh, You know what, Megan? I'm telling you what. Phones are listening. I got an ad on Instagram for that shit. You did not. (laughs) Okay, and remember I said it's really sugary. I was going to get a hangover. Mm -hmm. I had one drink and a shot of it. I had a hangover. Oh, that's the worst. I told you because it's so sugary. Is that why it took you a minute the other day to get the listings up? (laughs) It took me a hot minute. I I got up at 1 p.m. I kid, I kid. (laughs) Actually, I think I was working at the salon at 10 a.m. the next morning. Perfect. That was rough. <laughs> Were you drunky answering the phones? No, but I, as soon as I walked in, one of my coworkers says, man, are you, you look tired. <laughs> I'm like, way to clock me. <laughs> Alrighty. So guys, on this episode. Oh, wait, we have to talk about now what, so I'm drinking White Claw Mango. And then I oh. want you guys to talk about your experience <laughs> with your current drinks before oh, so we move our, on. Our current drinks are what we bought for 4th of July, and we're still trying to suck them down because they're so terrible. I think we should be able to return them. Well, they take returns. I don't, at this point, I just want the bottle to deposit back. I know, I'll take that back. <laughs> I was just going to say, you can return it when you return it at the Redemption Center. <laughs> but what we're drinking is Bud Light Seltzer Iced Tea, and I'm drinking the tangerine flavor, which is tolerable. I can, I can do this one. But Patrick, which one are you drinking? I'm drinking the apple one, and when Sean took it out of the fridge, he goes, I'm not drinking this one. You can have this one. So that's how good it is. <laughs> Explain what the flavor tastes okay, like to the people. Okay, so you people know what a Macintosh Yankee Candle tastes like. I mean, smells like. <laughs> oh, yeah, it tastes. But I can tell you what it tastes like because I'm drinking it. <laughs> so it's exact, it tastes exactly like a fucking... Yeah apple candle from Yankee. yeah like our bath and body works when you spray the soap on your hands yeah like and you go to lick it that's what i'm tasting well the exact smell is called apple picking oh okay from bath and body it's works. definitely macintosh from yankee candle mm-hmm. okay but just imagine that in liquid form and that's what you're buying when you get a apple iced tea seltzer from to Bud be Light. fair it's bubbly there's bubbles i hope so it's seltzer yeah 
but that's about all it's got going oh. for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's too much when they're trying to do iced tea and seltzer. They just like were yeah. trying to pack on too much to compete with the other seltzers. And it's yeah. like what you're saying with the what you had last week, your drink. You like mixed the two. Or... Oh yeah, the white claw lemon and the vodka yes. lemonade. Yeah. Um, it has like that chalky aftertaste. Like it, it's like that Ooh. drying. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? It hits like the back of your throat, and it's just like numbing, tingly. Yeah, yeah. It's like almost like a chalky, like powdery. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Man, you're making. You're really selling it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that they're gonna be your next sponsorship, brother. Fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, okay, never mind what I said before. This product is so good. <laughs> it's so good. Everybody go drink it right now. Here's my code. Mm-mm. We're going to be those people that say, well, you know what? I only want to give our listeners and our followers the best product. And I have tested this myself. But like, we can't even say that because it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> we have. We do use Anchor every day. I'm just saying. We Not do. quite every day. Every week, at least. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just listening to one of your podcasts today, actually. And it was Sean talking, and then all of a sudden went, Meggy, let me, Megan, let me stop you right there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I try, I try to push the podcast right after Megan speaks. It was the middle of a sentence of yours. Well, <laughs> might have been Russian that day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be one of the spaces on our bingo cards. Megan, I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. So on this episode of Crime on Tap, me and Megan are going to be the students. So if you guys listen to our two of the other podcasts that we recorded, we did a pop quiz for each other. But this time on Crime on Tap, Patrick, Patrick today has facilitated 10 questions to give to me and Megan. Yeah, and the best part is not even Sean knows what these questions are. I don't. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be... I don't even know the topic. And right, and I'm going to introduce a topic. Okay. Can I introduce the topic now? Well, so are we working together, Megan, here? Because I, I don't know about you, but I do better with a partner when mm-hmm. it comes to like quizzes and tests because I got through high school with my best friend, Andrea. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out. Taking together. So I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but I would really enjoy if you were my partner in this one. Well, that's what I was thinking too, because I was thinking we think so much alike when doing quizzes. I think it would be a lot of fun. everybody's out to get us. Yes. So I, th- I think I totally agree. That's what I was thinking too. Okay. So Patrick, me and Megan are going to be working together on this one. Okay. And I will tell you, Sean, knowing you, you will think that I'm out to get you with this quiz. I, I think about <laughs> in every situation I'm in, I think someone's out to get me. What yeah. does that say about Sean and I, that we have some trauma that we need to sort through? Yes, I think it, I think it is. I think there's some trauma in the back end that, uh, yes. Okay, you ready for, yeah. for the topic? All right, introduce us. Well, give us some hints and then we want to guess about. Okay. All right, here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll give you for hints. In my opinion, this is the, the original true crime. And I mean the absolute first. So dating back to when? Dating back. BC, caveman? No, no, no. Like true crime <laughs> that was reported and people got all over it and were excited about it and well, caused panic. If anything, it's Pamela Smart because she pioneered that. Oh, so you um, say. Okay, my guess is going to be D.B. Cooper. Oh. Ooh. That's a good one. Okay. Here's the next hint. And this is something that I found. This this sentence I find very intriguing. So this, I'll, I'll give another hint is this is a British crime. And everyone alive at the time is now dead. So under British law, modern authors, uh, authors 
are free to accuse anyone without any need for any supporting historical evidence. Jack the Ripper. You got it. <gasps> Megan. <laughs> oh my God. I Honestly, I thought that before I thought D.B. Cooper. I just said D.B. Cooper first. Oh my God. I'm brilliant. Wow. I'm so A glad plus. you're on my fucking team. So, first <laughs> off, I think it's so interesting that under British law, you can accuse people now. You don't have to say allegedly for this case. That's still like today? Yeah. No, that's a recent law that was passed in, in the UK mm. because it was so long ago. Okay. So do you want to just jump right into the quiz? I think that's... So I think... So we're going to be talking about Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. He's iconic. Is it a he? <gasps> wow. Oh my okay. God. Wow. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Alleged, I guess. It has to be alleged. Alleged? No, no. You don't have to say alleged. It can be whoever you want. Right. I guess, I, Megan, I'm pretty fresh to this case, so <laughs> I really hope you know something. I mean, I only know the, the kind of common lore, I guess. Not the details, but like, you know, he killed like prostitutes, right? I think... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it? Well, how about we get into question number one and you okay. start playing these little games? Yes. Yeah, I think we just go right <laughs> to question number one. Okay. So to that point, what were the occupations of the women Jack the Ripper murdered? A, drug dealers. B, prostitutes. C, door-to-door sales ladies. Or D, MLM top performers. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, when you said door-to-door saleswoman, I was like, "Are you referencing Cutco?" Right now? <laughs> I had to throw the MLM in because I just listened to that one again. <laughs> it's so funny, Megan. Did you see my picture I sent you from work? Oh my god! Yes, I shit knife. myself. I know, and he's like, "Yeah, my granddaughter. She used to sell Cutco knives door-to-door." <laughs> oh my god, is she okay? <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, "Does she have training?" Mm-hmm. Alrighty, um, so I think um, we're going with prostitutes. Yeah, I'm sorry I ruined that. <laughs> That's okay. No, I mean, it's okay. But, I mean, I would really, I wouldn't be sad if the MLM top performers were I know. the ones involved, honestly. Do you think there were MLMs back when Jack the Ripper was a murderer? There had to have been. I, there had to have been, but it was probably in some other terminology. Yeah. I mean, um, like, the pyramids are from ancient Egypt. Like, the pyramid shape has yeah. always been around. <laughs> yeah. I also put a fun little fact with every question, so that way there's a little bit more detail to it. So, all but one of the murders occurred while the women were soliciting themselves for sex. So out of the however many number of murders there were, um, one of them was a suspected prostitute where the other four were actually soliciting for sex. Like, like they were actually, wor- they were working. They were working the streets with the boots mm-hmm. and the, the corsets and okay. everything. Okay. <clears throat> Question number two. There have been a dozen plus murders between 1888 and 1892 associated with Jack the Ripper. How many murders are actually confirmed by historians? Two, three, four, or five? Okay, this is a trick question because you just said that four were prostitutes and one was a suspected prostitute. Yeah, (laughs) I did. (laughs) You're owning it? I'm owning this one. (laughs) You're not being like, oh, maybe, did I say that? (laughs) So I did put in my notes... All but one of the murderers occurred while soliciting, so I should not have said four and one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I think it's fair to say you guys got five. Well, you could have <laughs> just, like, tried gaslighting us and been like, no, I never said that. Yeah, I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sean and I would have done to each other. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, there was actually up to two dozen murders between that time period that was actually blamed on Jack the Ripper. So, the victims were Mary Nichols, Ann Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes and Mary Jane Kelly. They all sound like old timers. They do. Mm-hmm. 
All Victorian names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say though, if historians have confirmed it, didn't they pass a law where you don't have, you don't need to have evidence who you're accusing. Oh, okay. Because that has never been to this date. That's, that's not a spoiler alert. No one has ever been brought to justice for the Jack Ripper, the murders like the Zodiac killer. (laughs) Yeah. So the, the thing is now you don't have to say, Oh, it was allegedly, Sean Bissonette, who killed these five prostitutes, you can say it was. Yeah. Yeah, you time traveled. Yes, exactly. Okay. The first few questions are pretty quick just to get some of the mm-hmm. details out of the way. And then we get into kind of more detailed case. I think you copied that from us. I did. Well, who else was I going <laughs> to? I mean, there's no other good true crime podcast out there. Oh, so. that's oh my God. Oh, yeah. Drop us. <laughs> okay. Each of the five murders were committed by... A, stabbing the women four times in the abdomen. B, stabbing the women two times in the abdomen and two times in the chest. C, deeply slitting the throat. Or D, complete decapitation. Okay, I feel like the, the stabbing numbers are too exact for them to be for each murder. Because, like, yeah. what if he gets interrupted and he has to run? I feel like that, I feel exactly. like those aren't true. Okay. And not every, like, stabbing is going to be the same because there's going to be struggle. You know, it's going to be a different situation for every single woman. Right. I agree. I agree. So I think it's either the last two. But did, I feel like it's number three because entire decapitation, I feel like back in that day, in the 1800s, you, like, you got to have some serious tools mm-hmm. to do that. Like, you got to be an executioner. Did they execute? That's yes, but they hanged, they hanged a lot of people back then. Okay. But they would do the guillotine too and cut off their heads. Did you re- reread C and D? Okay, C is deeply slitting the throat or D is complete decapitation. I think it's C because the one before was D. It can't be two D's in a row. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so now we're guessing on our answers. <laughs> I'm just I'm solidifying that I think it's C. What do you think, Sean? Well, I love that thought process. Yeah. <laughs> deeply slitting the throat. Deeply slitting the throat. So I'm not trying to throw you guys off, but you did say, <laughs> how can it be the same for every every situation? Well, I feel like slitting the throat makes sense, but but the number of stabs in each place. I oh, I see like, what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it was more like the number and placement combined was my Okay. Thought. Megan, I'm going to go with you on this one. And we're going to say C. You are correct. <gasps> Megan. So Jack the Ripper on these murders actually severed the jugular and esophagus on ah. all the cases. Oh wow! In one case, he actually made it cut all the way back to the vertebrae, so almost complete decapitation. Ooh! So that's why you put that trick question in there, right? I did. Okay, number four. Now we're going to get into kind of the more gory things. So we like that. We like that. Okay. Yeah, we like that here on Crime on Tap. Okay, good. Yeah, Crime on Tap. Crime on Tap. All right. (laughs) Question number four. How did authorities confirm Jack the Ripper had a fairly in-depth knowledge of anatomy? More than one answer is correct. What? Okay. Yep. Oh, You're throwing this shit at me? I'm throwing this shit at you. <laughs> oh my God. It could be two, it could be three, or it could be all. It could be all. This is so hard. Okay. <laughs> my brain. The stabbings were often described as incisions because of the clean cuts. Multiple organs were removed, including bladder, uterus, and intestines cleanly. Bodies were mutilated with skill. Exactly one half of a kidney was removed from one of the victims. Okay. Jesus. How did he get to the organs if he slipped the throat? Did he do more? I don't know if he did more. But his name's the Ripper. Oh, so you think maybe he ripped organs out? 
Maybe. I don't know. Jack the Ripper. 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 <laughs> you just Jack saying Ripper. Ripper. I'm thinking it's like those questions as like, what is the most correct? And it's like, well, that's yeah. a matter of opinion. Yeah, it's suggestive. <laughs> yeah. Um, rip- okay, why was his name the Ripper? He must have been ripping stuff out, right? I'm so tempted to cheat and Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. You see my hands? We're four I can also see the re- I can also see the reflection in your glasses. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying when I, I was accusing Megan of cheating on my quiz. Oh, okay. you looked at my reflection. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can see your screen through your glasses. <laughs> Alrighty, um, could you possibly reread them one more time? Sure. Yeah. The answers are: the bodies were mutilated with skill. Exactly one half of a kidney was removed from one of the victims. Multiple organs were removed, including a bladder, uterus, and intestines cleanly. The, quote, stabbings are often described as incisions because of the clean cuts. Okay, so the first and last one sound exactly the same. And also you switch up the order. Yeah, so I'm kind of fucking confused right now. Okay, the order may have been switched up, but the the words were exactly the same. (laughs) I think incision and what was the other one? Cleanly. The bodies were mutilated with skill. Oh, yeah. See, that's where I'm getting confused. I'm getting the Who's two removing a bladder? Who's removing the uterus? Who's removing the intestines? Aren't those really long? I feel like that's too exact for... I feel like back then they didn't know what a uterus was. Who's... What does a bladder look like? Okay, how about I give you guys a hint? The main suspects became butchers, surgeons, and physicians. Became oh. or already were? Be, so once once they saw that more than one woman had part of these answers, part of this done to them. Oh, I get what you're saying. Then they narrowed down the search field. They narrowed down the search to butchers, surgeons, and physicians. Okay, I'm going to say the incision one and then the kidney one. Okay. What do you think, Sean? I think it's the two clean cut ones. Because a butcher and a doctor, a butcher is just chopping shit, right? Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? That was my first inclination, so I'm going to change to what you said. That the mutilations were of skill and then was incision. Okay. The final answers? Are you ready to commit? One and a half kidney. That's so specific. I know, right? Hmm. I don't uh, know if the, Patrick says hard to make that up. The organ stuff seems far-fetched i don't know yeah i don't know about that bladder like what's i've never seen a bladder well they exist just because you haven't seen one (laughs) but who's extracting like the bladder like extract the heart or something you know yeah why is it these random lower intestines bladder who's taking out the bladder (laughs) weirdos i guess (laughs) (laughs) i definitely don't think it's that one just because of the bladder i don't know Okay, are we going with the two precisions? Yep, final answer. Final answer. We spent so much time on this fucking question. Good thing for (laughs) editing. So it's actually all four. What? Yes. So they were in, there was a surgeon that worked for Scotland Yard and he described the stabbings as incisions because they were very cleanly. You know, when some people are in rages, they get messy and they just start stabbing. The bodies were mutilated with skill. You guys are talking about slitting the throat as being the way of being killed. And that is correct. He actually mutilated the bodies after the women were dead Hmm. and he would remove the bladder uterus and intestines and in one case he put it over the shoulder like he was carrying something a sack over their shoulder wow and so it actually it actually there was a lot of body mutilation and he would stab the vagina and cut it and yeah it was not it was not fun Hmm. i'm thinking that he was a bit of a hannibal lecter yes 
Yes. Only I don't think there was any reports of him actually eating mm-hmm. people. Mm. Okay, next question. Where did the name Jack the Ripper originate? A. Many years after murders, after the murders, when the case was reopened, a mutilation on one of the victim f- victims' faces with the letters J, T, and R from a letter left behind at one of the murder scenes or from a letter written by someone claiming to be the murderer? I don't think it's the JTR thing. I think he was named that. I don't think. I think it's, I think it's one. I don't think that there was any, I think he was named that. I don't think that he proclaimed that name. Is my yeah. guess, and well, the other three sound like that. Other like the what's it called, the Golden State Killer. He was coined that name. He wasn't just like leaving a letter behind saying this is who I am. You know, right? That's not what cool killers do. That's what like <laughs> lame copycats lame. do. Most of searching for attention. Right. Like I think about in Home Alone, where they want to be called the Wet Bandits. Do you remember? <laughs> yep. Yes. And so they they clogged all the sinks. <laughs> <laughs> And then it ended up getting them caught because they're like, now we know every house that you went to. Is that Home Alone 2? No, the first one. I don't know, I remember the first one. I, don't know, I watch it every year. Oh, gee. I remember the New York City one. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen that, that since I was like one. three or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry? Harry and... And um, Marv. Marv. I want to say Marge. Marv. <laughs> Marge. That's from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys have for an answer? I think it's A. Yeah. Incorrect. <gasps> It is actually from a letter written by yes. someone claiming to be the murderer. Now, uh, we're going to get into this letter later on because it's a crucial piece of evidence. Mm. However, going back to the last question, the letters were written to the newspapers and one of the letters arrived with exactly one half of a preserved human kidney. Mm. Maybe if you did this question first, we would have got the last one right. Oh, well, that's why I messed up <laughs> the first two questions and I gave them it away. <laughs> Well, okay. I thought that one through. So there is no clear evidence that it was actually that victim's kidney, but a kidney was taken out, a kidney's missing, and then somebody ships a kidney to the newspapers. So mm-hmm. there's there's usually not a lot of human kidneys just on the street. Yeah. Well, I guess Jack the Ripper's not as cool as I thought. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's pretty fucking lame. He's pretty actually. lame. Mm. Yeah. Signing his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately, the majority of the police documents on the Ripper case were destroyed. What was the cause of the destruction? The Blitz, the Battle of Hastings, the Battle of Waterloo, or the Cuban Missile Crisis? Oh my god. So it's not the Cuban Missile Crisis, because that happened about 300 years later. (laughs) It wasn't like, it was like less than 100. It was like 75. Yeah, like 75 years. And wasn't Waterloo in France? Waterloo, yep. So that's out. Okay, what are the first two? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Blitz or the Battle of Hastings? Okay, see, I don't know this shit because mm-hmm. history is only interesting when it's murder. Oh, wait, <laughs> okay. this is about murder? <laughs> <laughs> so all four of those issues had murder involved. <laughs> the Cuban Missile Crisis? There had, to have been, there had to have been some type of scandal. It was just scary. It was so scary. You know, like there was some type of scandal or uh, conspiracy in there that somebody got killed? No, well, yeah, JFK. JFK. <laughs> Yeah, but like, still. Okay, so I'll give you this one hint. The Battle of Hastings happened in the year 1066. So that's impossible. You just gave it to us. What what is it? 1066? So it's the Blitz. The Blitz, yeah. Okay, so what? You're too nice. You're giving us the answers. Well, I was... 
Well, you could have picked the Battle of Waterloo or the Blitz or the Cuban well, Missile Crisis. we already crisis. determined those were not it. All right, so what year was the Blitz? When was the Blitz? In the 1800s. No, the 1940s. Early 1940s. Oh. Yeah, it was when the Germans were bombing uh, Britain. So God, be act- dumb. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I so just this- knew Waterloo was in France. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought that you go that. I only know about it because of the Abba song. Waterloo. Waterloo. <laughs> so, some fun fact. Uh, the surviving files after the Blitz gave historians a glimpse into investigative procedures in the Victorian era. Mm. So, it actually allowed them to figure some of that out. Hmm, research. Uh, research. The other part of the surviving documents, there were more than 2,000 people interviewed, 300 upwards of 300 people investigated, and 80 people were detained, all unsuspect of being Jack the Yeah, Ripper. but how, like, efficient was the... Oh, like, I'm sure... Yeah, I'm sure it was. Accusation. They can accuse anybody back in the day like that. That's why there was 2,000 people interviewed, 300 people investigated. That's It's crazy. That's a crazy number. Yeah. Yeah. It's They're casting a really wide net. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking how much information they're bogged down with that is not relevant at all. Like, right. There's no way 2,000 people know what the fuck happened. Was it 2,000 or 200? No, 2,000 people were interviewed. So that includes witnesses. Wow. And you know all the, from even the cases you've done, witnesses all can have conflicting things. Mm-hmm. And they all say they saw the same thing happen. Okay, next question. What number are we on for the listeners? Seven. We are on okay. number seven. Mm-hmm. What's your score? Let's have a score update. Well, we, um, one, two, well, three. We are uh, at four out of six. I'm unclear if we got those ones right. Where Technically, we got two right in the four. So how right were we like 50? Is that a half um, point? I'll give you the full point. Full point. We got a half wrong. Yeah, so oh, let's okay. get a half point. I think we deserve a half point. Okay. All right. Half point. That's fair. Okay. So that is generous. At, I was trying to be nice. I want to be welcomed back. That's why I got to be nice. <laughs> we are currently at three and a half points out of six questions. Okay. So okay. you're over 50%. You know, that's good enough for me. That's good enough. That's all I ask for my children. That's the majority. You've made the majority. <laughs> the next question is just true or false. So hopefully that is a little bit. Okay. Love these. So 11 other brutal murders were able to be linked to Jack the Ripper. These murders were known as the Whitechapel and Spitalfields murder. Spitalfield. Spitalfields. Spitalfields. The Whitechapel and the Spitalfields murder. True or false? Whitechapel and the Spitalfields. Okay, but there were five murders. So what do you mean by linked? Okay, so there was five confirmed Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper murders. There were 11 other murders known as the Whitechapel and Spitalfield murders. That is not, that truly happened. The Spitalfield murders in Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. Were they able to link them to Jack the Ripper? I would say true because why would you say that? Why would you yeah. think that if it wasn't true? Oh, yeah, that would just be a random question number seven if you didn't. Ah, the answer is actually false. <gasps> I know, I tricked you. We didn't say true was our final answer, so. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, it is false. Well, um, I feel like we kind of agreed. We're, done. we're dumb and dumber. That was, that was done for me. So they were prostitutes and they had a lot of the same missing bladders. 
Well, it, sort of. MO, they call it in the industry, Pat. A lot of the same MO. Mm-hmm. However, like a grassy knoll. Like a grassy knoll. <laughs> Later on, they were confirmed to be copycats because mm-hmm. the throats were more like slashed. Once the surgeon had to witness them, they weren't incised. Some of them were just repeatedly stabbed and they tried to take organs out, but they were like messed up. Like they weren't nice whole organs. Hmm. Um, and then there was no other physical evidence to link them. Wow. So they ended up calling that. Imagine being a copycat. I know. Of Jack, yeah. can you want to be cop, Jack the Ripper's copycat? I want to be Jack the Ripper. I mean, I guess at that point in time, it was the perfect time to do it. I know. If there was any other time to do it, then... Well, like, if you want to, like, do it for fame, which I feel like copycats want to do, wouldn't you want to make a name for yourself and not copy someone else? I don't know. Yeah. Well, some people just want to see the thrill of killing somebody. But don't want to get caught, and then they figure, hey, this guy's already on tap for murder. Oh, on tap. (laughs) Oh, my God. See? <laughs> so, so one thing that I've one thing that you notice is there's a lot of uh, sexual. You know, there were prostitutes. They were there was vagina stabbings and bladder removal. Easy targets, right? However, there's actually no evidence that the perpetrator engaged in sexual activity with any of the victims. So, he like, just loved killing. Well, here's the thing: psychologists suppose that the vaginal cutting of the victims with the knife left them on display in sexually degrading positions with the wounds exposed indicates that the that the perpetrator derived sexual pleasure from the attacks oh so there it wasn't like traditional sexual right it wasn't like a rape and a beating it was jack the ripper kind of enjoyed that yeah, he likes mutilated yeah. bodies. So there's actually there's actually um, a Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's called The Lodger, a story of the London Fog from 1927. It's actually based off of this. So mm. it's Ooh. Pretty good. Oh, I want to see that. I'm yeah. pretty sure there's um, a Netflix series about this as well. There is, and I think it's less historically accurate, though, if I remember. Um, I think correctly. I watched like one or two episodes of it. Yeah, I think it's more like, oh, let's speculate. Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. I don't know. I feel like the historical is interesting enough. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now we have the historical. Now we're going to get into the conspiracy part of it. <gasps> oh, yeah. Which is the part that I love. <laughs> okay. A, we're here for the grassy knoll. Okay. Here's here's the Jack the Ripper grassy knoll. Oh, okay. Maybe Jill the Ripper. Okay. <gasps> Equality. Equality. <laughs> Women can at, murder too. They can. So at the time of the murders, only one female suspect was named. What was her name? Oh, fuck if I know. Well, wait a second. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. <laughs> it was not Jackie O. <laughs> uh, this is me being nice here. Phoebe Hogg or Mary Percy. There's only okay. three options. Well, I had Jill the Ripper, but I mean, that was a stupid answer. So technically, okay. Jill the Ripper, Mary Percy, Phoebe Hogg, and Jackie O. Okay, is it, what is Phoebe's last name in Friends? Because I don't watch it. Is it, I think it's Hogg. Oh, is it, that I didn't know. I don't watch Friends. Oh, no, I'm totally, I'm uh, speculating that you're trying to troll oh. <laughs> I I'm oh. conspiracy, conspiratorializing. Got it. Is that a word? Is that the only other Phoebe you know? Yeah, that's the only Phoebe I know. <laughs> I forgot that she was on Friends. Um, um Mary? Because that seems like the most Victorian name. Was it Mary Ellen? You said Mary in the beginning. I did? You said one of the five women's name was Mary. Oh, yeah. One of the five women's name was Mary Jane. Okay. So what was this woman's name? So I'm giving you the options of Jill the Ripper, which we're just going to say is out because that was a stupid answer for me to pick. Yeah. Mary Mm -hmm. Piercy, Phoebe Hogg, or Jackie O. I'm going to see Mary Piercy. 
is my guess. Mary Piercy. So you guys are correct. <gasps> yes. But Mary Piercy actually killed Phoebe Hogg. <gasps> oh. So, the drama. The Damn. drama. Maybe so, it's because of her stupid name. Well, now I'm going to tell you why. Oh. <laughs> so in December of 1890, Mary Piercy was hanged for the brutal murder of Phoebe Hogg. Also, let's share some miracles here. After December of 1890, there was no more Jack the Ripper killings. Just saying. Oh. Um, so she was hanged for the brutal murder of Phoebe Hogg and her baby. Aww. Phoebe was found with her skull crushed and head nearly severed from her body. Sir Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle. He wrote um, Sherlock Holmes. Thank you. Speculated <laughs> that the Ripper might be a female and could have pretended to be a midwife and seen in public in bloody midwife clothing with no suspicion. Oh my and god. Ser- yes. And serial killings were practically unheard of back then. So now we're going to go back to the letter that was written. Remember that? Mm-hmm. In 2006, DNA testing, it was a little controversial, the methods and because it was so such a degraded sample, showed that the saliva used to lick the stamps to affix them to the envelope likely came from a woman. I'm sold. That? Well, okay, so when was the stamp licked? That's why it's controversial. The 40s? No, 1890s. 1880s. And we're doing DNA testing in 2006. Six. Yes. Controversial. Mm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. know. I I really dig the conspiracy. Honestly. Yeah. Thank okay, you. But was Phoebe a prostitute? Okay. So we're going to get into this. Oh my okay. gosh. Mary Piercy took the name from John Charles Piercy, a carpenter with whom she had lived. John Charles Piercy left her because of her infidelity. She then took up residence with a furniture remover named Frank Hogg, who had one other lover named Phoebe Stiles. Phoebe Stiles became pregnant and married Hogg. So she became Phoebe Hogg. Mary Piercy killed Phoebe because... She was jealous. So I'm going to say something that's going to blow y'all's mind. Okay. So John Charles Percy, Piercy. What's a nickname for John? It's Jack. Oh. I'm I'm getting fucking goosebumps. I fucking saw (laughs) that. I didn't even think of that. So do you think she just used Jack? I think she may. Oh my God. I just fucking cracked the case. Call the FBI right now. Oh my God. Well, I think it's a little, I think it's a little late for her. The FBI is actually right down the street. So I can go hit the door. Yeah. I'd be like, knock, knock. I know who Jack the Ripper is. Oh, okay, but God. question: How did Phoebe die? That was the the skull being bashed in by yeah. Mar- Mary. So is Mary trying to play games here? Well, Mary got hanged for the killing of Phoebe, but Mary's being accused of being Jack the Ripper. I'm accusing her of Jack the Ripper, but she <laughs> okay. skull smashed Phoebe. Yeah, all the other murders are precision doctor cuts. Okay. okay, but she all it said they also cut her throat all the way to the vertebrae, which Jack also correct. Did. So she killed these five other people. But then the sixth one, allegedly, she smashed the skull. And I'm going to give you another piece of data for your analysis. (laughs) I'm not sold on Mary. I'm sold on Mary. Okay, because remember I said she's in the medical field. Mary was likely an abortionist. So there is a chance that she actually performed abortions. Mm -hmm. And she would have easy access to her female victims and her strong and common knowledge. Once 
I think feel like you could recognize if they were pregnant or had something in their uterus. Well, if they if they missed their period and they called Mary and said, "I need you to do an abortion on me," and Mary killed them. What is she just playing game, guessing games? And how did they do abortions in 1940? 1890. They've been doing them for forever, Sean. I gotta tell you, Thank since you, wi- <laughs> since women can have babies, they've been trying to get rid of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> yep. Okay. So again, speculation, not the best evidence, and we will never know, but I like the Jill the Ripper theory. It's just, even if I had no evidence, I still like Jill the Ripper. Okay. Okay. Next question. What is this? Number nine. Number nine. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. What were the unintended benefits of the Ripper murders? Now, I'm not trying to belittle the victims, but there was a benefit, an unfortunate benefit, but it happened. It allowed the wealthy to see the appalling social conditions that were allowed to develop unchecked. It allowed the monarchy to create a federalized police force to unify investigations throughout the country. It led to the development of street lights. It directly (laughs) led to the invention of building locks into doors. Okay, I'm going to straight up say, no matter the time period from 1800 to 2021, (laughs) no rich person gives a flying fuck about the conditions of the poor people. So I'm writing that one off. Especially in that time time frame. Yeah, even less than now. Yeah. The rich don't give a fuck. Okay, read read letter B again. It allowed the monarchy to create a federalized police force to unify investigations throughout the country. That is a long answer to not be right. I don't know. I feel like they already had that, though, because remember Scotland Yard? I feel like they already had that. What's that? That's like the the old-timey police force, right? Well, they still use Scotland Yard now. They just... They call oh. it Scotland Yard. Oh, it's like the it's like the English version of the FBI or something. They're like investigators. They're not like the police, right? Oh. I think. Pat Street mentioned Light? it previously, so I feel I don't feel like that one's correct. How are streetlights gonna save anybody? I think it's locks. I feel like I remember hearing that. Locks. That's gonna be my vote, but if you have a case for something different and you plead your case, I may change my mind. Hmm, okay. Wait a minute. Okay, so these crimes probably happened on the street. So maybe the doors doesn't make sense. Maybe the lights make sense. But I do remember, like, people were not leaving their homes anymore, right? Like, everybody was staying inside. I feel like I remember hearing the lock thing, but Hmm. now I'm torn. I think it might be locked. Okay, that's that's gonna... You know what? That was my first inclination, so let's go with it. Oh my god, I finally got one that you guys have to think about. And I'm not (laughs) over here being like, it's C, it's D, it's A, it's B. Like, this is good. Usually when we start thinking, you're like, here's a hint. I know. And 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 then you give it away immediately. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to zip my mouth. All right, we're going with Locke's final answer. Final answer. Locke's final answer is actually incorrect. (gasps) Fuck, is it the streetlights? It is not. (gasps) Oh, then I have no idea. Okay, uh, the correct answer is it allowed wealthy to see the appalling (gasps) social conditions that were allowed to develop unchecked. The wealthy don't give a fuck. I I, I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) So, here's the thing. All of this was happening right on the doorstep of the city of London, which at the time was the wealthiest single square mile on earth. When press would come out, they would clean up the particular area so that way it looked good. The wealthy people didn't really leave London because they didn't need to. There's reports of people having no knowledge of what was happening outside the square mile of London. That's so crazy. In North Korea. Basically, yeah. Like, I can't believe that. It wasn't, like, willful ignorance. Like, literally, people were cleaning up to keep it from them. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. So, the where the, um, the Ripper murders happened, it was in... London's 
poorest and most crime-ridden quarter. Wow. Maybe they were becoming woke. Well, too, remember, Victorian times were supposed to be kind of like, oh, all things are good. Yeah. You know, so I don't feel that it would be out of the realm for the monarchy to kind of hide it. They want it to be like, oh, this is the best monarchy of Britain's time. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So dang, so we just deliber- deliberated for about ten minutes for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> for a wrong answer. We're at so four now, and a half, right? Out of nine. Four and a half out of nine. Alright, we gotta get this one right. We have to get this you one gotta one get this one right. Day. This is coming to the end of the entire Jack the Ripper saga. And this one is a little bit longer, so I need you guys to bear with me. Okay. okay. Let's see if I can hold my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go get another tap drink. Get a cry one, tap, drink. Okay. Oh, drink I it. already have one right next to me just in case. Okay. Well, my um, hand soap is about to be empty. <laughs> my hand soap is empty. Yum. Okay. Are you ready, friends? This makes or breaks it. This is important This here. is a big deal. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> While on break in Balmoral, the queen was made aware of the murders by the paper, by the papers and the dispatchers from her prime minister. How did she respond? Now, before I give you the answers there was in Balmoral the entire period of these murder murders happening she wrote a decree on October 4th and she wrote dreadful murders of unfortunate women of a bad class in London there were six horrible mutilations b she wrote a decree to close bad houses within whose walls such wickedness is done and men and women ruined in body and soul. Okay, option C. She sent a message to the Prime Minister after Kelly's murder. This new most ghastly murder shows the absolute necessity for some very decisive action. All these courts must be lit and our detectives improved. They are not what they should be. You promised when the first murder took place to consult with your colleagues about it. Or option D, had her grandson, Prince Albert Victor, sentenced to death because of her high suspicion of his involvement in the murders. Where are we, Russia? Oh my god. It would be iconic if it was D, but I really don't think it is. <laughs> well, shit, we've been saying that for like two or three questions now, and it's been the answer we don't think it is. <laughs> okay. So let's hear what I think. Okay. <laughs> so, I think it's the one where she's saying to close the wicked doors because for two reasons. One, because remember you said, I swear that people weren't leaving their houses. Yes. So that relates to that. And two slash B, whatever I said before, I think that I feel like I remember the Jack the Ripper, like people thinking that because the targets were prostitutes, that it was some trying to say something about the uncleanliness and ungodliness of them. And that was kind of in that speech, too. So that is kind of so that's my thought is it's that one. Yeah. And I feel like from what I remember, people didn't really didn't really care that much since it was like prostitutes and stuff that are being killed and targeted. People were like that caring of who was dying because they're already kind of considered scum yeah low class like like she said in the thing like uh what is it low unfortunate class or low class or something she wrote a decree on october 4th dreadful murders of unfortunate women of a bad class in london there were six horrible mutilations i thought it was five i was just gonna say i don't think that one's right (laughs) because it was five yeah oh fuck that changes everything This new, most ghastly murder shows the absolute necessity for some very decisive action. 
All these courts must be lit and our detectives improved. They are not what they should be. You promised when the first murder took place to consult with your colleagues about it. No. no. That's not colleagues? the Queen's not saying colleagues. Well, and also, I feel like she wouldn't. She wouldn't blame the police people. Yeah, she and also, would, she no. just heard about it. Like, I don't think that she would have thought about the other murders being like after that yeah. murder. Like, she just heard about it. So I don't think it's she's, that one. It sounds like she's just pushing blame to the police force. Okay. And we know That's it's not D because that would have been too awesome. Okay, so I think it's the wicked, the wicked one. Wicked, the, the wicked is doors. Done. Yeah. So because there's a lot in here, instead of just giving you the answer, I'm going to tell you why each one is correct or not correct, or the one that's correct. Okay. So the October fourth decree. This was actually taken exactly from her journal. She wrote there were six horrible mutilations. There has only ever been and only agreed upon five murders. So. That's not correct. However, that's a true statement that she wrote that. So I've always thought, so I'm wondering, is there something that was covered up? Is there somebody that was murdered that we don't know about? Because this was released much later from Queen Victoria's diary. I'm more thinking that the queen probably wasn't paying attention, didn't give a fuck, and she got the number wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, now let's go to E. Had her grandson, Prince Albert Victor, sentenced to death because of her high suspicion of his involvement in the murders okay so here's the thing the ripper has been linked to everyone from artists to winston churchill's father randolph churchill to queen victoria's grandson he was in line to be king until his death from quote influenza in 1892 now remember after 1890 there were no more ripper deaths so he died from influenza in 1892 however in 1970 Things came to light that Prince Albert Victor died from syphilis contracted from prostitutes, of which his grandmother, Queen Victoria, was aware of. Ah, so, so he was. Okay. So, so he, he was, was in that uh, that circle. He was in the circle of like highly suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Like every wealthy person today. Now the next answer that it is not is the closed bad houses within whose walls such wickedness is done and men and women ruined in body and soul. So, so we were wrong. Unfortunately, you were wrong. <sighs> So there was a petition submitted to the Queen by the women of East London. She forwarded this to the Under Secretary of State and told the petitioners the Home Secretary is working with the police. She wrote back to them saying, They are working with a view to take such action as may be desirable in order to assist in the efforts of the petitioners and to mitigate the evil of which they complain. The correct answer was she sent a message to the prime minister after Kelly's murder. Kelly was the fifth and final woman to be murdered. So what happened to the sick? Why did she write in a diary that sick woman? We don't know. That's unknown. That's what I'm saying. Could be she was just confused. Or conspiracy. I think think Mm. she was just like old and didn't care about poor people. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck really. The prostitutes didn't care. So I'm going to read the quote one more time so you have it. The new most ghastly murder shows the absolute necessity for some very decisive action. All these courts must be lit and our detectives improved. They do not know what they, they are not what they should be. You promised when the first murder took place to consult with your colleagues about it. She also wrote, and I love this. Like, this, to me, is like Queen Victoria solo CSI unit. Okay. Okay. Because she... <laughs> I'm serious. Because she wrote in this same letter, Have the cattle boats and passenger boats been examined? Has any investigations been made as to the murder of single men occupying rooms themselves? 
The murderer's clothes must be saturated with blood and must be kept somewhere. Is there su- sufficient surveillance at night? So she was aware of rumors and that the, the she thought that the ripper could be a seaman or a lodger in a boarding house. But I was just like, oh my God, she is a queen queen. She's I, was, I was just going to say queen, literally queen. She was <laughs> like, okay, here's where to look. This is what you do. She must have been yeah. a true crime fan. But yeah, I think, is, why did she like make this statement after Kelly died? Why did she make I, this statement after the first murder? Agreed. And so, wait a second, because this is where it gets a little strange, in my opinion. The thing she wrote in her diary was on October 4th. Mary Jane Kelly just died November 9th. So Mary Ann was August 31st. Anne was September 8th. Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes was September 30th, and Mary Jane Kelly was November 9th. So from basically September 1st to November 9th, it was kind of like mum's the word from what I could figure out. Yeah. So she should have said something like, maybe not after the first one because like it was just a murder, but after like the second one. Yeah. You know? It was identical precision. Exactly. I have to just say, when she was like, the courts need to be lit, all I can think of is that they gonna be lit. Lit or Bridgerton. They're going to bring in the dancing lobsters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good reference. So one last thing I want to mention before you guys kick me out about her grandson was, what was his name? Some Prince, Prince Albert, Prince Albert Mm. Victor. There is. Prince Albert Ripper. (gasps) Oh, Oh my God. Call the FBI. Call him. Get him on the phone. (laughs) So all five killings were around weekends and public holidays and with a short distance of each other. Police believe that the Ripper was in regular employment and lived locally. He is also suspected to be well-educated, upper-class man, possibly a doctor or an aristocrat who ventured into Whitechapel from a more well-to-do area. The only people hiring prostitutes is rich people. Yeah, yeah. You don't see the poor no hiring hiring prostitutes hookers. So I think it's I think it's an interesting case because a lot of people just know Jack the Ripper as like oh this asshole that killed people, but in reality there's a lot of like twists and turns and the history is impressive along with the actual case itself. I mean I think it's impressive that he was never caught. Or she. Yeah. I know you two really enjoy to think that it was a girl, I do agree that the man. evidence leads more to be a man. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that she was killed December... She was hanged December 23rd, 1890, and there were no more killings. But like That's you the said... With the prince. With the prince. Yeah. Exactly. Alrighty. So I guess to end it, we basically concluded with four and a half out of ten. Ooh. I guess our knowledge bank Ooh. of JTR um, was not too strong Megan Mm, but I learned a lot and it was a lot of fun so thank you Patrick yes I had so much fun do I get to come back for like episode 50 well we'll see you know you did come very prepared and you did try to confuse us on that one question yeah well I would have got you more confused but I decided to give you the answers like a (laughs) dum-dum well we appreciate it because if you didn't we would be sitting here probably at a 20% oh well (laughs) (laughs) but already we thank you so much Patrick for joining us on this episode a crime on tap. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Yay. <laughs> Alrighty, you can leave so we can end it. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Megan. I guess that's it for this episode of Crime on Tap. Yes, it was so much fun. I hope you guys played along and learned a lot like we did. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Is that a- wait? <laughs> Are, we YouTube? Are we on YouTube? Are we on YouTube?
<laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Mm-hmm. Give us feedback and ideas. I feel like we're running out of ideas. So if you have something like crazy and wild, please like send us or comment or something. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, this was so different and a lot more, I feel like more of our, what we're going to, towards in the future. So mm-hmm. our friends be on the lookout for a possible email from Crime on Tap. Yeah. Um, you might be the next guest on the next episode of Crime on Tap. Our official business email. <laughs> <laughs> Which we do have. So you guys might be getting an email soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like definitely in the future we can be reaching out to possibly some smaller cases, maybe some smaller survivors or possible victims and seeing if they would possibly be joining us in the next episode of Crime on Tap. So mm-hmm. again, you guys, be sure to share with your family and friends, get our name out there. Really do appreciate the support and hopefully we can grow this podcast a little bit more and getting some bigger name guests on here than just my boyfriend, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so Megan, let's sign it off. We'll see you guys next Next time, where, where crime, crime is, is always, always on top. On top. <laughs> 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 <laughs>